It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk to Andrew from Those Guys Painting about small businesses killing it on Snapchat. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and we are uh, talking paint today. Uh, we are in this uh, interesting, well, I mean, it was snowing two days ago. So I was going to say, Andrew, from those guys painting, that we were in this interesting <laughs> phase where we could start doing exterior, but I don't want to jinx it, and right. there's going to be a flood or something in the next right. week or so. So uh, Andrew's here because... He runs a company called Those Guys Painting. Uh, can, let's let's go back a little bit before we kind of get to the root of what we're doing here today, and, and talk to me about when you started the company, why you started the company, and kind of w- how you got to where you are today. Okay, sure. We started the company. We're starting our third year this spring, so basically two years ago. Um, really started it after doing several other startup businesses, uh, mostly. A lot of different service things, and then also in like art, music, production, and uh, promoting concerts, etc. And this was something that we could really do that was a service that people wanted already. There was demand for it, right. which is kind of nice, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really the roots of it: is just being entrepreneurial, wanting to have a business, but at the same time wanting to have something that is successful in the fact that there's the mar- there's a market for it immediately and then when the cash is coming in from that pro- from a project it's a little bit more uh rewarding to grow and develop you know b- business development strategies and stuff within the company that actually is funded so were <laughs> <laughs> so were you i mean had you painted before and i only ask that because like if you go and look at your imprint in the Los internets, right? Like right. lots of people talk about how amazing you as a human being are with a paintbrush. Like, were you doing that before or did you just kind of know how to do that? Uh, I learned how to paint probably like in 08 or 09. So I had painted before. Um, and I, there'd been a couple of painting projects here and there where it's like, man, I need to, you know, get a little bit of cash. So I would do, I would paint, you know, to make money here and there in between Got other it. jobs. Because, you know, like I said, other stuff we were doing wasn't necessarily, it was like high investment on the front end, like promoting <laughs> techno and, and right. Grand Rapids yes. and stuff like that. It yep. just it takes a lot of uh, effort uh, and funding, which n- wasn't necessarily coming from the actual business we were running itself. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd done it before, but we really in the spring of uh, I guess it would have been thirteen. Then uh, we really started to. I, you know, I made the brand, I named it, did it full time. And it was after we had that really bad winter, like two or three winters ago. Sure. And um, I knew there was going to be a lot of water damage and stuff in people's houses. And at the same time, the economy was really starting to come together, um, especially in construction. And so it was kind of a good opportunity that spring to hit it really hard. And so that's when we started and we've been, you know, we've been going since then. Now, if you can't tell in the first four minutes of why I brought Andrew here to talk about this <laughs> is because he says things like he notices how where the market is going and things he should be doing in the market and perhaps maybe as much as he would like to bring the pet shop boys to the intersection maybe that's not the most fiscally responsible thing to do at this very moment um so here we are it's 2016 if people go and we were just talking about this before the podcast started if people kind of go back into the those guys painting facebook page you can sort of see what we're about to talk about which is this evolution (laughs) of your marketing chops you know it starts with billboards and and for those people who listen to this podcast you know that um i'm predominantly down on billboards but let me reiterate why i'm down on billboards and that's because 
I think they're too expensive for the, the, the return on investment, especially if you don't have anything behind it. Right. If you're just doing billboards, this is not the year to just do billboards. Sure. Which is, of course, why you're here, because you're not just doing billboards. Right. But if you, if you start, your original billboard campaign, or the one from last year, so year two of three, was more what people would call whatever the motto of the company is, right? Sure. Like, make your home your masterpiece was where, it was where it started. Then it evolves into this thing where you get a client who says, you are the best painters ever in my home, and it becomes that. The reason you and I became friends is because I'm driving home on 131 and I see a ghost code on a billboard right. that wasn't owned by Snapchat. And at that point, the only two people on earth I know that were doing ghost codes on billboards were you and Snapchat. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we kind of got connected via Snapchat because I thought it was a really interesting thing specific to, you know, a small to medium sized business of just a couple. Of, what is there? Six of you, maybe? Yep. I mean, there's six people that are doing what, from a marketing perspective, I find the most interesting, right? Somebody who's paying attention to the innovation and going where the people are going and trying to try new things that are at zero or low cost. I mean, essentially, your cost to Snapchat are the filters that you're purchasing on the homes, which I think right. is like the coolest value add ever. And, and for some context, kind of explain what the philosophy is and kind of what you guys do when you go into a house. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, as far as like the, the filters and the way that Snapchat works, what, what we do is I guess this should all be sort of, I should take a step back. In the trades, generally, the way the market works, I remember growing up and when the plumber or the guy, whoever had to come over to the house, there was always a sort of a sense of like apprehension. Like, is this guy going to, you know, <laughs> walk in the house with the dirty boots on? Sure, is yep, he going to yeah. smell like he's been smoking cigarettes all day? The, you know, the van and to, I'm just talking, I mean, that might sound kind of, uh, I don't know the word exactly to ex describe well, that. It's just real. I mean, no, I just I, remember it, feeling that way. That's where Angie's list came from, right? That's, is people right, trying exactly. to figure out this thing before they show up at the house. Exactly. So the, the general sense. And then there's also the horror stories, you know, and those two things combine together to make really a huge opportunity for someone to be like ridiculously clean cut, very fresh, very like customer listening oriented to where my main job for the first couple of years in the company, besides doing a lot of the work was really, and it's still my job is to really feel wherever everyone is, every client is and emotionally how they feel and make sure that everyone's cool. And so what we do with our billboards and with all our marketing is, especially billboards, and you know, I agree that generally the, the pricing on billboards, it has to be the, r the exact right application, and you have to get a good deal um, <clears throat> in order to make the billboards the right, the right play. But for us, uh, when there's so much noise and negativity in the trades as far as non-professional people who own their own company, I'm doing air quotes, yes, right. uh, who own their own company just because they do it themselves and they don't have a boss, they probably could use a boss, you know, to be <laughs> honest. Yes, and right. so yeah. what happens is there's just a lot of problems that happen. And so the billboards for us, it makes us look like there's a prestige associated with it, which is really, really valuable for someone in our, in our situation, especially just because people have a negative uh, connotation sometimes or they have an apprehension about whether this is going to be a professional company or not. It just throws us up. This is very pro. As soon well, as they and, see them, it's like, oh, that was expensive, so these guys must have money. You know? and, well, and, and level two, right, is the name of the company kind right. of disarms you a little bit, right? right. It's not Jim's painting extravaganza, right? right? Yes, it's just my those... last name and my son. This is how we right. do it. Exactly, yes. And you're wrong. <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> you know, you've named it in a way that, so the billboards add the authenticity that this is a real company that's investing in what they do. Sure. And then 
then the name kind of lets them let you go, okay, and they're going to be whimsical and perhaps a little rock and roll-y. Exactly. And we've always looked at it as a TV show. I mean, I think when I hire people, we I think about them as a member of a cast, and I feel like when, when we're in someone's house, it's really important for them for it to be fun for them. Like, I, like this thing just happened in my house, and it was like actually really cool it was a positive experience and I, I look at the guys and myself and even the customers as well it's a little bit theatrical the way we try to do things and that's I mean it could take a lot long time to really explain the full impact of how that really happens but I get phone calls from customers you know my lead painter Bart I don't ask people how how it went really you a lot of times people I mean I'll check at when we're done with sure. the job. hey is everything good but I get phone calls from people Bart did such a great like like just ranting and raving about how awesome of a job and you know he gets a ton of credit for that i think also the way that it was all framed from the way we sent the bid on this like beautiful letterhead not on like i wrote this out on a, on a carbon copy right you know yes. and on blah, a ditto blah, machine in the right back. yeah right all yeah. the way through just the fact that we have an at those guys paintingco.com email address all these little touches the facebook page being very well taken care of tons of reviews on our website and everything like that as those all of those things go together to like set a, an expectation and it kind of just like you said it's kind of disarming it disarms arms that apprehension that people have of having someone's coming into my house with my kids you know on my floor that I care about you know sure. and so there's just a lot of uh, potential issues and so I think the billboards the snapchat facebook um, and then our branding and everything all has to work together in one kind of cohesive thing to project an image and then you obviously have to deliver on the quality of the paint job but you know I was on my snapchat the other day and I kind of gave a little bit of a rant on it about you know what we're really selling, the, the paint job happens, and there's a lot of painters in Grand Rapids that can do like an awesome job at painting. Sure. It's just straight up like not that complicated. My guys are a lot better at painting than me because they do it like constantly now. And, right. they, you know, honestly, right. Bart's been doing it for longer than I have. He's been painting. Um, the, the painting side of it is a commodity that you can buy and sell, and you can find that. What you can't, what, what we really provide value above that is the feeling that we care about it and the feeling that people are being taken care of and they don't have to stress that anxiety, you know, is is we really work on making sure that doesn't ever happen. So, which which speaks to the brand equity that you guys are building because like right. you said, I mean, even if, you know, it, it paint as a commodity, I mean, when you boil it all the way down, I, there's nothing zero, there are zero things stopping me right now from going to Lowe's and buying a gallon of paint and doing right. it myself. Right. I don't and need there's it. nothing stopping a, a 20-year-old kid from starting his own painting company. In fact, I'm sure today, probably in Grand Rapids, someone started a painting company. I wouldn't yep. be surprised. I hope they do great. You right. Know? You know, and and well, some I mean, of, we're some competing of, with them. Yeah, but. Some of them will work great and some of them not so much. But right. <laughs> you know, some of the lessons here that you should be taking out of this is, one, that Andrew's saying something that I find very important, specific to when you hear people talking about video in social. When you hear people talking about Periscope and you hear people talking about Facebook Live, and I've said this before, go to Facebook.com back slash live and look at that map and watch all of the terrible videos that are because 99.9% of them are terrible because people don't do what you just said. They don't approach it from the fact that this is a TV show, kids. Right. Like this is not a replacement for television. This is in addendum to, t to TV that they can watch on their first screen. Sure. 10 seconds at a time. Yep. And the thing about Snapchat that I think many brands get wrong is two things. One, trying to jam TV content 
onto Snapchat as a platform. That's one. And two, not understanding how difficult it is to start telling a story 10 seconds at a time and that maybe right. you should be practicing right now before you kind of launch your company Snapchat account, sure. you know, and then try and, figure, try and figure it out while you have people watching. So are you um, at this point, are you getting like what is the Snapchat interaction with you guys? Do you, do you get people that are requesting bids that way or is it mostly feedback like it is on the other platforms where people are like, you guys are the greatest of all time. Is that what's happening on Snapchat or is there inquisitiveness yeah. happening? I mean, it's really interesting. Obviously, our average client at this point is not necessarily the majority of them are not on Snapchat or we aren't connecting with them. Yeah. I think they're st- yeah, right. They're I mean, starting, but more and more they are, but it's not like, I think for, for my parents who are, that's, you know, probably the, our average client is going to be between 40 and 65. You know, that is, if you look at the Snapchat Mac, I think above 25 is like half of the users, but and the other half is 15 to 25. And then the other half is above that. But the 25 so, and up, I just read last night preparing to talk to you today, the 25 and up is actually growing. If you cut out 25 to 30, the 30 and up is actually growing faster than the millennials at this point. So this is, okay, you know, yeah. much like any, everything that's happened here. Again, if we can do some, some histronics of, of Snapchat, you know, they, they hit 4 billion streams in October of 15. They hit 8 billion streams in February of 16. They're at 10 billion streams a day, right? this very second right so the scaling the innovation curve is moving much much quicker than it ever did on facebook so that when you hear people in the marketing world talk about aging up we're there guys in 24 months your grandmother is going to be on snapchat looking looking for painters like that's going to be a real thing yep i and i completely agree with that um and what what I've found so far, and as we're building, a vo- you have to get, like you said, how to do a good job doing a 10-second video at a time and telling a story 10 seconds at a time. It, I look at it as a voice, you know, like I, you know, and this is, you know, I speak Facebook very fluently, you know, I grew up on we're it. We're both of a certain age, you know, so yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, I mean, I'm 27, so I, I, I spoke, I, I'm used to the tone, I feel comfortable to talk about, and you know, I, I have to develop my tone and get better, but I feel comfortable talking about anything on Facebook. Sure. Snapchat is something that you, is very one moment at a time, you can't scroll through the whole thing like that, and so it is a TV show, and so to, to get back to... Uh, you know, it's not a TV show on television, but it's it looks like a TV sure. show. To get back to what you're saying is, how do I mostly interact with the, with the audience? It's a lot of people that are watching our content. Um, most people that we're doing projects for at this point in 2016 in Grand Rapids are not watching my Snapchat. You guys were. We sure. did a project for you guys, right? <laughs> but that was it, that was unique for us and really cool. I don't even think we talked on the phone for the entire we did project. N- we did we not. Just, and, and, uh, we you know, Snapchat an entire and, project. And I, you know, you may ne- have never listened to one of these podcasts, but I've been saying this for six months that I predominantly that is how I communicate. Right. I do not call people. I right. do not text people. I snap. And ever since they did the update where you can do video chat, I don't use Skype. I don't use Skype for business. Right. I don't use any of that stuff. I do it all on Snapchat. Sure. Yeah. So the main, I mean, the real interaction, the most valuable interaction that I find is with my guys because they're watching what I'm doing all day. And this is something I haven't heard anybody. I mean, I listen to a lot of like podcasts and stuff and I'm working about media and stuff like sure. that. I haven't heard anyone bring up the, the HR value of Snapchat, which is huge because there's always the thing of the guys are on the job working and it's like, what is, you know, I'm not, I don't have time to be on the paint job all day every day because there's like a million other responsibilities in the company. And so it's like, what is, you know, quote unquote, the boss doing all day, it, you know, and it's really important for them because they're working their hearts out yeah. for those guys painting company. 
They need to understand what where we're going, and it's a really awesome way. With one video, I can talk to my entire team, and they also know that there's another. I mean, we get like 90 to 100 views, 80 to 100 views. I mean, it's not huge, but there's another 80, 90 people, and they know how many people are watching, and so they know whatever I'm saying. I'm saying it to them and to our whole audience, right? And to everyone, and they know our thing is up on a billboard, so they can see. They, you know, everyone's aware that this is public and it's really good for transparency in that way as far as from just a kind of vision setting and, hey, here's who we are. This is what we're doing. This is what I care about. This is what's important. And I'm able to do that in an entertaining way. And then I also have them take over our Snapchat, which gives them like a really cool like right. ability to like grab the company's microphone and say, hey, here's who I am. This is what I'm doing. And this is why this is important. And they can say, you know, I, I'm like, just make sure you watch the, the story and keep the tone you know, similar. And that's sure. kind of a, a unique thing to understand, you know, but they do a really good job with it. And I mean, their snaps are just as good as mine. I like the way they do it. Um, the other uh, really good interaction that we found, I mean, that's probably number one. But then the second one is we do have uh, a builder that we work with in town that they have a lot of like their foreman and stuff around it and stuff, you know, a couple of the guys that work for them. And I was able to actually like navigate a sort of, we had a couple projects that went, they went, they, all, they turned out well, but there were a couple hiccups and scheduling. Sure. stuff it's construction yep. especially when there's other people in the project and stuff stuff happens and i was able to um give out when i told you about that rant that i did about the heart and who what's uh-huh. the, really the value of a paint job the, I, the whole company watched that you know it's a family company and i saw you know the the daughter of the owner right. and i'm like seeing them on my thing i'm like okay this message is getting i could never just call it would have sounded really weird to say hey you know it would have sounded kind of like making it a bigger deal and almost it could have developed it into a bigger problem than it was which it was just some tension but I feel they all watched that and then in the next day in my conversations with them the, the tone was back to good you know, it's really, really fascinating the way that works. It's like another avenue where you can kind of—it's just like a chess move. Like all of a sudden, you can just use the horse. Oh, that in you, and you can just roll right around that little blockade, and you're in there. So it's really, really amazingly effective for communication because it's so informal, and the expectation is very low as far as like, oh, this is going to be here forever, and this is like you know a press release like Facebook is. It's like right. Putting something on Facebook on my Facebook page, it has to be very right. formal. <laughs> yes. I feel that's right. just yeah, how yeah. we have it. You yeah. Know? Well, no, I mean, because it's going to live forever. And right. this is this is one of the reasons that I think Snapchat is growing is because it does, as you said, it resembles a one-to-one, a face-to-face communication. Now, if we right. took these two microphones away and you and I were just at, you have Starbucks, so I'm going to use Starbucks, and we were just at Starbucks talking about this, when we both got up and went back to our jobs, that conversation disappears, just like it does on Snapchat, right? Sure. Which is why I think so many people get that euphoric feel about that any sort of interaction like that because it's it's gone we right. we had the moment now it's done it's not I didn't have to spend an hour trying to figure out what image I'm going to use and how right. I'm going to status it. And, and you yeah. know, is there going to be a link? Is there not going to be a link? Am I going to turn it into a video yet? You know, like whatever right. the, the thing is. And that's not to say that there isn't strategy behind Snapchat, which is where I'm going to go here next. And then we'll let you get back to the 900 paint jobs that you're doing today. But <laughs> so are you guys snapping stories every day or is it by project or what? You know, I know you're super into the platform, but like what is the brand doing on a daily basis? Um we're it's it's every day sometimes on the weekends i found that it's nice to just do like one and so you know my guys have access to it they all have the password and they can use it sure they 
I'd like to get them to do it more often. The, the majority of the snaps on those guys paint seven come from me and from my phone. Um, but usually when we get to a picturesque spot or something's cool or, you know, I want to talk to one of my guys or something like that, I, sh- I stop by the paint job. We usually will snap it. It's very kind of um, intuitive just the way it happens. Well, one thing that I found from watching other people's stories, which I've actually started to um, – I don't get through all of them anymore like I used to because – there's no the variation is in there i think that's a mistake people are making with snapchat it's a cool thing it doesn't need to be a 30 minute tv show with you know four commercial breaks like you know what i'm saying you don't (laughs) have to have that structure yeah so you know for instance like okay obviously you know like if you watch like gary v's his will be like three and then he'll do a ton of them or like one or then it'll be gone for a couple days right i think that's genius because then when i actually see one pop up it's cool but then there's some other people that are very very high profile people very influential, important people that probably would be very valuable for me to listen to their podcast, their Snapchat. And I just, it's just the dude's face and he's talking and it's just like da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, I'm swiping. I get through like two of them and I swipe through, you know, and I really study mine to see how many people are doing that to mine and to see if we need to change stuff sure. up. Because yeah, you, know? yeah. you want to see if you've got 90 and it goes down to like 70, that's okay because it's through the amount of time during right. the day. But if it was like 90 and then it goes down to like 20, that'd be like, okay, we really need to work on something. So right. I Somewhere in the middle measures. sucked a lot today. So, right. Somebody swipes <laughs> and you don't want, I mean, whatever, people are going to watch it if they want to, but I feel like that consistency through and you have to keep it you know the what we i don't really focus on really what we're doing strategically as far as what we want to show like hey i need to get this many snaps on a project this many like this this, right right right. it's way more like what's what's interesting today and what's valuable and how can i really share something that's number one entertaining you listen to the best talk show hosts and everything like that they always say yeah this is a political talk show host but really it's an entertainment yep you know what i mean and so there's the meat of it but you have to deliver it inside of a fun package you know so i guess that would be that's the main thing that we focus on it focus on more with snapchat is the uh the entertainment value of it like you know and that's what i focus on in a lot of a lot of the parts of the company because it should be fun absolutely you know that's the idea anyway (laughs) especially if you're working for yourself otherwise yeah yeah all right andrew if people want to get a hold of you what's the best ways to do that um you can uh you can snap us uh it's those guys paint seven those guys paint was taken already unfortunately uh you guys if you know you can call me eight two six one six eight two six three five two five uh you can shoot me an email andrew at those guys painting um or you can find us on our website find us on facebook those guys painting company so awesome, pretty man. much search for us on google it'll probably pop up <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the time thanks very much have a great week appreciate it man